Welcome to the GPU podcast, people. Gamers Process Universe. This is episode 11. Some of you may be looking forward to this. Some of you, I don't know why you're here now, but we appreciate it. <laughs> um, well, at least maybe you're here because of what the topics will be today. Um, and I suppose we should get along with that. But first, I'm Jonathan Cole. I'm the host, along with my co-host. Shane Smither, that's me. I'm the co-host, as he said. <laughs> He, I always like never give you a great lead in, and that's just part of it. <laughs> it's it's a we're aboard the struggle bus here. We're just driving <laughs> down the highway, and occasionally you hit a pothole, and I have to recover. It's fine. Yep, yep. That's that's how we should phrase it from now on. The struggle bus. Uh, I'm for the potholes of life. <laughs> um. Now, I, I actually was, when I was editing the uh, episode 10, which is up, uh, if, if our listeners are wondering, you can listen episode 10 also, is out on all the major platforms. Uh, I was editing through it, and I still laughed at the raccoon remark you made last time. Every once in a while, I come up with something that's it's not too shabby. Yep. All right, so a uh, quick rundown of what this episode is going to contain. We're going to have uh, the new trailer that dropped, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, new Marvel. Uh, and then we also just finished uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier just ended. Um, and heads up now, if you're listening, there will be spoilers because we're talking through the whole thing. Now, this is about two, three weeks after it, or two weeks, yeah, uh, after it's been released. So there's been a fair amount of time for people, but this is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. We will be discussing everything Marvel going on this podcast. So you've been forewarned. With that, uh, let's bring in our guest, Jordan. Alrighty. All right. Wow, this is going to be one of those times where I might not have to edit much at all. <laughs> Yay for you. Yeah, it's great. Editing um, is the pits. Yep. Unless you like it. I mean, I like it if it was my full-time job. That's fair. Like, yeah. I would be perfectly fine editing all the time if it was, like, the content we did. I would be okay with that job. Um, is it if I want to do it in my free time? No, not so much. So, hence why I like opportunities such as how quickly we can transition here. But well, as does for... anyone really like doing work in their free time? I mean, it depends on the work. I do enjoy some things in my free time, like work-related. I know I'm odd, but I do. Like 3D modeling and stuff like that? Yes, exactly. I just need people to actually want these things or suggest ideas. That's my hardest part of 3D modeling. I have ideas, but I have no idea. I have no drive to get them done unless there's like a timetable or like someone needs it or wants it. Well, I just remember that link I sent you for that uh, Coco... Shoot, what was it called? The the chocolate 3D printer? I would have many suggestions for you. <laughs> yes. I'm not buying a chocolate 3D printer, Shane. That's $10,000. Well, we can all pitch in. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't volunteer my money for me. <laughs> Shane but, was like, um, hold up a second there, bud. I mean, if you want them to make things, you're going to have to pay for it. I would pay for the chocolate, just not the printer. See, well, John's too there. stingy to p- pay for a printer. I mean, I paid for my 3D printer, but I yeah, but was that ten? Was that ten grand? Did it print chocolate? No, it it was eight hundred. So exactly, there is a considerable difference there. Mm-hmm. there. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. Side tangent aside, introductions aside, going into um, so 
Would you guys feel more comfortable talking about Shang Chi first? We want to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier because I feel like I know nothing of the second one. Of Shang Chi, you mean? Of Shang Chi. I'm assuming you mean Shang Chi, not yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think there's less to talk about with Shang Chi because I also know next to nothing. All right, we're just gonna jump into that one real quick. I also have my Marvel encyclopedia here with a Shang Chi entry for more uh, clarification, because yes, I got a Marvel Encyclopedia one time because I was bored on a vacation and we were driving for hours. So so my understanding of Shang-Chi is that he's a Chinese martial artist superhero that fights the Mandarin? Um, yes, that is the rough sum. Um, I think they're going into more detail, like making the Mandarin his father. Because in the original comics, his he is the Master of Kung Fu was his official title. And he is the son of a crime lord from China in the Far East. And that's all they give his father a variety of. He's, he's a Chinese crime lord. Okay. Um, so from birth, he was trained to become the world's greatest martial artist and the perfect assassin for his father. Um, so he's but, like a male Chinese black widow. Yes, exactly. Except if black, if instead it was your dad that was terrible and not just some random organization that took you in because your parents died. Makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyways, so I think they're going to make his dad the Mandarin in this movie, but I'm not 100% certain. It certainly seems like he's a Mandarin based off everything that the trailer showed us. Um, Yeah, with the whole Ten Rings thing. And some people might be like, hold up, the Mandarin? Wasn't that an Iron Man 3 thing? And they were like, oh, I'm the Mandarin. And then it turned out to just be like a... He's just a a random actor, man. A figurehead or something like that. Yeah. Well, people also thought that the... Because, like, the words or whatever of the tech guy in that movie was like, I am the Mandarin or whatever. No, he was just taking the name and using it because he thought the Mandarin didn't exist, actually. When in reality, very much did. And you're familiar with the Marvel one shots, right? Yes. Um, talking about one off super villains. No, there's like five short films that Marvel did that are MCU canon, but they're just like side characters and stuff like that. Oh, really? I have not seen any of these. Okay. Well, there's one of the character who was the actor Mandarin in Iron Man three. It's him mm-hmm. in prison being mm-hmm. interviewed by. I don't remember who it might have been. I think it was a shield agent of some sort. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, he was being interviewed in prison. And then at the very end of that, there was stuff that happened that alluded to the Mandarin being a real, real bad guy. He he got. Yeah. And then they he, just never really talked about it again until now, with now. Shang-Chi, I guess. Yep. Gotcha. I mean, I, the, the thing is with like, also, I need to see these one shots now. Um, but the reality is, they Marvel has confirmed that he is not the actual Mandarin. The actual Mandarin doesn't exist, and uh, it's pretty clear that this movie we're going to get the real Mandarin. Yeah, they confirmed um, it in that one shot, which yes. nobody knows about. <laughs> How does I'm so surprised? I I normally know everything Marvel. I've seen almost all of Agents of Shield even, and that was a sad existence. There's um, three that are like just short, really short, couple minute long like agents of shield type things and then there's two one of them is i think it's called item 47 which Mm -hmm. follows two people that a couple that picked up uh chitari i think is what they're called Mm -hmm. they picked up a chitari Mm -hmm. weapon after uh avengers one 
mm-hmm. and it details them and what they do with it. And the other one is, like I said, the guy in jail and the mm-hmm. Mandarin popping up and being like, yeah. you, you stole got, my name. Be prepared. The consultant, yep. the funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Item 47, Agent Carter and all Heli King are the Marvel one shots. Oh, yeah. Agent Carter. That was pretty good, too. I did not see my engineer of Agent Carter, the actual TV series, but I want to. Me neither. Me neither. But I don't think those are technically canon while the MCU uh, I think the one Agent shot Carter are. is. I I don't think um majority of Agents of Shield is anymore. Really? Freaking had Graviton as their ending fight. So Agents of Shield had like multiple different universe switches. So that's that. Oh that's gosh! Different. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, it, it, I it I stopped got, watching after like season two, three. It got it, weird. It got so weird it after got that point. Real weird. Like Hydra, and I I have to believe that they're in a different universe when they have the whole orig- origin of Hydra is actually like this demon creature or whatever. Like that's comic canon, but like not in it's MCU weird canon. comic. Yeah, it's normally not main universe. Um, so there's Agents so many Shield things doing the multiverse before Doctor Strange. Yes, ho ho, that that is true. Um, the one thing though that I think is important to look at in all this is um we have Shang-Chi and what he brings to Marvel, which is, I mean, besides the fact that it's a whole uh, Asian audience that he is finally giving them some representation. Yeah, Marvel's they, just looking at that China money with yeah, it's really dollars times doing. for eyes. However, um, I have watched a lot of Quarter Digital, and they are, um, talk a lot. They, they have these uh, stuntmen react and various other things, and they talk about in Chinese culture, it's like, Actual fighting and stunt fighting is a huge part of their uh, entertainment, and I am really looking forward to like seeing like we're talking people involved in this movie that if they want to make money, if Marvel wants to make lots of money on this, they would be referencing these people that like learned from Bruce Lee, learned from Jackie Chan, like people who are all in on the stunt side, and we're going into a full martial artist realm. This should be really fun to see some really awesome fight scenes. Anyone who watched up with Shanghai Nights as a beloved childhood memory is very familiar with the Chinese style of fighting. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what this does. And there, I mean, when, whenever they bring out a character like Shang-Chi, there's also so much realm that they could like expand into Phase 4 and into all these other movies with. Um, Marvel seems like, I mean, they've made all the money in the world because of Endgame and all these other movies that they've brought out, all 22 of them, uh, to date so far. Um, but what they're doing now is they're taking a lot of risks, um, in the sense of no one knows about these people, no one really knows where they come from. Well, they've, they've already done that before, technically, with Guardians of the Galaxy. That's true. Um, This is just another Guardians of the Galaxy, but instead of space, it's China. I mean, so is Ant-Man. There's also one of those that, like, pe- people are like, really? Ant-Man? But, yeah. No, I I agree that they've taken risks before. And I think it'll do well regardless of if it, they take a lot of risk with it or not. Because this is Marvel. At this point, we expect amazing. And it just always shows up. I think I the think... only time it's been disappointing was Thor Dark World. And, and arguably Captain Marvel a little bit. Okay, yeah. Well, I... I'm going to say this. I liked watching it the first time through. I didn't like 
Um, internet roast me for this all you want. I didn't like the feminism being thrown in my face. Um, yeah, I can agree there. It was it was fun enough to watch once. I just don't feel a need to go back to it. Yeah, much, exactly. much like Thor too. <laughs> the only bright parts of that like amazing acting slash fun acting was watching young Samuel Jackson, like young Nick Fury in there. Not to are mention we, the cat. Are we ever gonna get just a pure Nick Fury movie? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, Nick, maybe, Nick, but was I don't think there were any. I mean, I don't know enough about comics to say really, but were there any comics that centered around Nick Fury, or was he always just a background I mean, character? No, the there were comics that centered around him. Um, mm-hmm. He was white in those um, because yeah. Nick Fury was once white, and then they made him black, which was awesome because Samuel Jackson is perfect for Nick Fury. He really uh, is a good Nick Fury. But I mean, there's a bunch of different realms involved in it. Um, I mean, we could see a movie. I would sooner believe a TV show. And I actually think that he's going to be focused. Um, well, I, I don't know. I, I believe I think it's confirmed that we're getting his own TV show in the sense of he's going to be like one of the leads in Secret Invasion. That would make sense because he's super involved with the Kroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the Scroll and the Kree Empire. Or, and scroll, sorry. Um, yeah, no, it, I think if I remember reading it correctly, him and the scroll main guy <laughs> from Captain Marvel and from Spider-Man are going to be the main leads inside that show. See, my my question is, in the comics, they were the bad guys. Like, they invaded Earth and like, kidnapped a whole bunch of people. So but it very, it, it very clearly seems in the MCU that they're not the super-duper bad guys, at least not the main clump of them. So I'm seeing it happen one of two ways. So they're not always bad guys. Scroll are back and forth a lot. Um, some scroll are really good. Um, and normally it's factions that break off from the main. So like uh, they make the scroll in this one. Uh, normally when you see the scroll and the Kree introduced into this is they are both overreaching empires that have conquered everything in their wake. Like they, it is the two forces in the galaxy or in the, not, well, in a majority of the universe that are fighting it out. Um, but this time, they introduced the scroll as being a bunch of fugitives. Like, the Kree have already conquered. They're already the main dominant power. And so we will probably see maybe a break-off of scroll that aren't that great of people that, like... They're okay. they're the extremist faction. Yeah, because I mean they're they're fighting for survival, so like we deserve more. We like I would see that possibly happening a lot, like in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we'll get to with the flag smash. Yeah, she also went humanity. a little, she went a little, little crazy there. Yeah. Um. So I I could see that happening, but I believe in this in the MCU as we know it, the scroll are going to be portrayed as good guys that. We're going to see a lot of really cool um, interactions in Secret Invasion when it comes out. And uh, I want to know what happened to the Flurkin. That's the cat, right? Yes. Yeah. The cat with the Eldritch Horror living inside of it, apparently. <laughs> I think another good uh, checkmark for Scrolls being good guys is that I'm I'm going to preface this with I got all my information from the Film Theory YouTube channel, but mm-hmm. uh, the scroll were supposed to technically be the bad guys in the Dark Phoenix timeline, mm-hmm. where they just kind of overwrote that with. I don't even remember their names at this point, but it was like a super one-off 
no-name sort of civilization in the comics, but they were like, oh, okay, so we can't use the scroll as the bad guys here. We'll just use this random other civilization because the scrolls are the good guys in the MCU, and we don't want to confuse people. Are you talking about the Chitari and Avengers? No, it was um, like the or- Divinari or something like that. Did you see Dark Phoenix? Uh, I saw a little bit of it. Oh, uh, oh, I get what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, in Dark Phoenix, they have the aliens that come down and they're. Yeah, yeah those are after. Though, technically, Dark Phoenix isn't MCU, though. Right. But I'm just saying, Not technically, in the, comic, in the comics, um, the Dark Phoenix story, those were supposed to be scrolls. Gotcha. See, and and the reason they probably changed it. The reason they probably changed it is because they didn't want two stories coming out so close to each other that had the scrolls be good well, did guys. They even have rights to scrolls. They had rights to X-Men, but I don't think they had the rights to scrolls for that. Uh, according to film theory, they they share custody of scrolls in general. It's just specific scrolls were owned by Fox at that time. Gotcha. Interesting. Like, like named scrolls. Gotcha. That's definitely interesting. Um, so, yeah, we will see a lot of stuff coming in the future of the MCU that I am liking what we're building up right now. I'm I think WandaVision did a lot for building up how the world is acting and like current like we are now have officially sword is brought into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um we have White Vision, which actually I know nothing about. That's the one thing I was like I know Vision goes through different phases, like that's known. I, I didn't no know they were going to I didn't know there were going to be different phases. I thought he was just going to become Vision and like turn red after the yeah. the fake Vision implanted the memories back in. So I thought that was just going to be the way that they reintroduced Vision. I honestly was like, why is he not back with her? Like he has all his memories. Like maybe he also has the memories that the sword people implanted in him. I mean, so he's I'm trying sure he's to sort all through both. Yeah, he's got like that midlife crisis going on. <laughs> he's he's pulling a Luke Skywalker. He's just yeah, scarpering off to a distant place to. I chill am and... personally looking forward to extremely. Um, I we're talking through WandaVision. I'm I loved Wakan and Speed. Um, uh, and so they're her sons. Oh, Tim, Tim and Tom, or whatever. Uh, Billy and Tommy. Right. So those were actually real people. Yes, Wakan and Speed are her actual sons in the comics. Um, and Wakan, or Wakan, whatever you want to say his name, he is insanely powerful um, in terms of, like, he's just like his mom. He's a sorcerer type. And he uh, is one of the ones on the Young Avengers. Um, so there's a lot of cool stuff going on with him. And then his brother Speed, I mean, his, he's the speedster on the Young Avengers. So... If both of them came in, we'd have Young Avengers roster being filled up pretty quickly here, actually. Um, because they're also bringing in Ironheart um, in the Iron War series. And I think there's a Miss Marvel show coming, right? Yeah, and she's also Young Avenger. So they, Yay, Miss Marvel! We should be getting some Young Avengers. Not like um, if anyone's watched the uh, Young Avengers cartoon that is uh, like future Young Avengers on an alternate reality timeline where, you know different superheroes hooked up that normally you don't see hook up by hook but, up uh, do you mean they made babies yes okay. they did the deed that john doesn't like talking about because he's a delicate little flower oh whatever i mean i'll say it if you don't want to say it they had intercourse there you go 
I kept it PG for you. Yep, yep, appreciate it. Very um, sterile, thank you. You're very welcome. So, but an interesting reality is with uh, Speed and Wiccan, they were actually made the way that they were made in WandaVision. She didn't actually technically give birth to them. She, she shot just them into poofed. existence. God, that is such a god-tier level play. Literally, that's what Zeus did. That's what Athena did. Just, yeah. Hmm, I want a kid. Poof, there you are. Yeah, there's just so much involved with these two when they come in. And that's why I liked about End of Vision was you could hear their, them yelling out uh, in the distance as she was learning more magic. Mother. So I, I, I think Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness will be bringing them into it also. So that'll be really cool to see. Um, but anyways, yes. So we have a lot of coming into Marvel and a lot of expansion. It's really crazy to think about how much, I mean, we waited for 10 years plus to see Endgame happen, to like for that all to fall out because... From I the mean, start of Iron Man to Endgame, you mean? Yeah, but like we all know it was going to be Endgame as soon as Avengers happened. Like everyone knew that Thanos was coming. Or at least most of the nerds knew, I guess. <laughs> the first appearance of Thanos was Guardians, right? Um, I thought he was a... Guardians. Thought he had like a... thought he had like an end credit scene after Avengers. Yeah, he did have an end credit scene after Avengers. Oh, is that the one where he put his hand in the? No, that was the one where he no. like turned around on his throne and smiled at the camera. Yeah. Pretty much, and he looks like... nothing at all like Josh Brolin. Yeah, exactly. It's like turn, smile, and fade into non-existence for a few more years. Yeah, that's that's basically what happened. And there's a lot that went into all of it, but it, we eventually got him, and we eventually ended the whole phase one through three. Um, I, I there's a lot of things I want to see in phase four. I want to see Norman Osborn. I want to see Dark Avengers. I want to see Young Avengers. Um, there's there's a lot of comics to come that I think will be really epic. And, they could uh, do a lot with Norman Osborn, especially now that Iron Man is gone, right? Because he exactly. wasn't just Green Goblin. He was he took like Stark Tech and made himself the Iron Patriot, I think. Yeah, he's I so that's Dark Avengers timeline is he became Iron Patriot. So yeah, there's um, a lot more there than just Green Goblin. I think they should avoid Green Goblin, honestly. Um unless like it's the end of his Dark Avengers timeline. Because right now they already gave us the first Dark Avenger. They already gave us age, uh, Agent America. US, US Agent. Agent. Or, yes, whatever, sorry. US Agent. He's one of the original for the Dark Avengers. The other and... three being... Yeah, I read, I read up on him because I was trying to figure out one more One of them about, is uh... Wolverine's daughter. Okay, um... they're going to have issues with that one. Unless they yeah. pull some super multiverse stuff. Well, they yeah. can do a lot. Like That's another thing. They can just grab from any universe they want. So there's there's a lot of area to work with for them. Um, in the meantime, we have uh, a lot of stuff that like are so the Eternals, for instance. That's gonna be a whole other. I know absolutely nothing about the Eternals. They're <sighs> they're not amazing, but they're not terrible. <laughs> they kind of just sound like Inhumans to me. 
Which again, though, even they are really weird. Mm-hmm. They're like I mutants, mean, but not. Well, okay, but the Eternals are the same. The their uh, origin heroes. They're the same lines of Star Lord's father. So they just they're always like super powerful beings that are ancient. So I don't know what they're fighting is the one thing. It's like you put the Eternals into play, you got to have like Galactus coming. I'd be fine with this. Yeah, Honestly, we don't really know who the big bad of this arc is going to be, like, because obviously it's not Thanos. So there's not that many options, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, so there's there's a lot trying of. Th- I'm trying to think anyway. of it, other than the Mandarin, if there's anyone else they haven't fluffed around with yet. Like they could go full magic and go with Mephisto, or yeah, yeah exactly. Or they could bring Galactus in. Or, or yep, Galactus. We are getting Fantastic Four down the road. And That's confirmed. New... Yeah, no, that there's a new Fantastic Four coming. There's like Hopefully a new a new one uh... or. A... Emerge, a new new one. I really, really hope it ain't like the last one. There, I I recently saw some news that's nothing confirmed, but there's apparently talks with Margaret Robbie being uh, Mrs. Uh, Invisible or Mrs. Fantastic, Invisible Woman. Yes, I could see that. Yeah, I wanted the Krasinskis. I wanted Emily Blunt, and I wanted John Krasinski to be Mister and Mrs. Fantastic. Oh yeah, that would have made a lot of sense too. Yeah, but you know, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, th- so there's a whole lot coming in that I we're we're entering into a bunch of gray area for Marvel to take control. They we we know a lot of the history of some of these heroes coming out. Um, or well, more precisely, we know of them. We know where their timelines like jump into Marvel and like what they are about. But we don't know what MCU will do because like, it's already clear MCU is taking some very different routes than some of the comics that everyone knows about, and they've already put some like groundwork in to be like, nope, this is not be what you know from the comics. This is going to be very different, but it's also going to be very awesome. This is true. Um, the kind of thing so, that once you see it, it's like, oh, of course that makes sense. But what before that, you have no idea how to predict. Yep. Like, I don't know what the Ten Rings that Shang-Chi is looking for are. Um, See, that's the thing. I know about that from the Iron Man uh, TV show, like the uh, animated TV show. He's fighting against the Mandarin and the Ten Rings and that. And it's so weird. Like, the whole show is very much like someone decided to just go weird and make Iron Man very, very different. He's a teen in that show. And they just totally left out Shang-Chi? Yeah, Shang-Chi's not involved at all. Well, that was rude of them. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on with all of it. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if Shang-Chi normally is involved with the Mandarin. It's not in his uh, encyclopedia entry. And Shang-Chi isn't really supernatural at all, right? He's just oh. good, at, good at punching. Exactly. Like there is, That's the other cool thing about Shang-Chi. No He's not like... At all. His ability is he can harness his chi, um, basically making his punches and his abilities like more... He, he can speed up his timing. Like Iron that Fist? Is, mm, Iron Fist uses his chi and, like, makes energy power with it. Shang-Chi literally just increases his body, like, reaction speed and everything else. So it could just be hand-waved as he's a really good athlete. 
Yes, exactly. As opposed to having supernatural abilities. I mean, all it is, in in the entry, it says he can harness his chi to increase his speed and other things. So basically, it's like, um, it's because he has honed his body to, like, the physical pinnacle. Like, he is literally as good as humans can get um, without, like, superpowers. Like, that's what enables him to manipulate what they call his life force to, like, increase his mental and physical abilities. So, like, he basically has unlocked 100% of everything in his body. All right. That's that's his thing. So he's like Captain America without a serum. And exactly. also Chinese. Exactly. Could you imagine if he did get the serum, though, how strong he would become? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that'd be a little crazy. Also, he would literally be, like, the perfect candidate because, you know, good becomes great. And he's literally fighting against, like, his father and everything to be good. So, yeah, he'd be pretty great. Um, all right. Uh, so we've talked about WandaVision, and I don't know where that's going yet, but it's going to be cool with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Shang-Chi, looking forward to it. Black Widow, honestly forgot for a second there, um, because it's been postponed a year. Not only that, but her, her whole character arc and storyline is done. So the fact that they're just kind of throwing in a side piece is like, oh, that's neat. And then you can easily forget about it. Yeah. Not to mention, like, I'm that there's so many things involved that it's like, I feel like it's fan service in a lot of ways because we're bringing Taskmaster, we're bringing um, what was it, Commander or what? What's Red Guardian? The, is that Guardian? Is that like the Russian version of Captain America? Is his name Guardian? I thought the Guardian I, was I, a different guy. I think it's Red Guardian. Maybe. Um, You're talking about uh. The guy that plays, yes, the dude oh. from Stranger Things, the guy with the yes. beard. Exactly, David back, Harbor. Back to yeah. get that again. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Red Guardian. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're gonna see some like fan service there because a lot of people will like those characters. I mean, a lot of people like Taskmaster and have been wanting him for a while now. Or in this case, I believe it's a she that they alluded to. Okay. Yeah, that was the thing that it looks like Taskmaster is one of the girls that was trained with Natasha. Interesting. Has there ever been a female Taskmaster? Uh, in alternate universes, I believe I've seen one or two pop up on TV shows, but that's it. But not a lot. No. Then they normally are throwaway characters. <laughs> Interesting. Wonder if they're gonna pull uh, its Taskmaster's daughter thing. Um, I mean, could be. You, you never know. Um, I oh, just wanna... another interesting thing: Sentry. So Sentry. Um, I, I'm jumping a little bit here, but I'm looking at Dark Avengers on their wiki page. Sentry is from Eternals, and he ends up on Dark Avengers, cool. along with Ares. Um. God of War and I thought the oh wait no Ares was I thought wait I thought Diana killed Ares wrong universe yeah wrong universe oh also this Ares wait is yeah nope you're right wrong universe <laughs> sorry they're all they're all superhero movies and they just need to join into one big conglomerate of awesome sauce you know if Marvel's that, heroes that combined way, with I, DC's villains we'd have an insanely good universe because we'd have an well, insanely good all, story all I want, on both sides. All I want is the Avengers to just roll in the DC world and be like, "Hey, we're going to help you guys against this 
this uh, dark side guy and then omega beams just come out of nowhere and start kicking everyone's butt and you just never see dark side the whole movie yeah well it's just the omega beams because those are the true those are the true villain of apocalypse yeah dark side would be nothing without the omega beams it's a big punchy dude yeah with a planet that he can drive around and a grandmother that makes me want to just curl underneath my blankets and cry. I imagine her Thanksgiving cooking. Oh. Gosh, what was that noise? Oh, cry now. What? Have you never been horrified by Granny Goodness? Oh. Do you even right, know who I'm talking right. about? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't... don't bring back my teen time, like, terrifying memories. Hey, if I gotta relive it, you do too. Anywho, back on topic. Jeez, John, also, why'd, you get off, why'd you get off topic like that? Gosh. <laughs> just one more tangent there with Teen Titans. Someone pointed out, there's a villain in Teen Titans that weaponizes being British. Really? Yeah. He's just British. Dr. Scone? <laughs> oh my god. Is that actually his name? No, that I, I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, let me pull up his thing real quick. Tea oh, party. Mad... His name is Mad Mod. Oh, yeah. I remember him from the Teen Titans animated TV show. Yeah. Just weaponizes being British. Like, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, he's, he's nuts, dude. Um, Is he a play on the Mad Hatter? I believe so. Sort of. Anyways, um, jumping back to Marvel, because that... Ares, Dark Avenger. I, I'm, I just want to see the Dark Avengers, because Dark Avengers are really... They're they're um a bunch of basically anti well no they're they're just straight up villains. Majority of them are villains sure. from the comics. But in this timeline, the Avengers are gone. Like majority of the Avengers don't exist anymore. They've gone off world, they're dead. Kind of what we see right now with the MCU is majority of our heroes are off doing their own things. No one's grouping together, no one's Or they're together. just dead. Yes. There's um, only like three that are well, four if you count Black Panther. Well, yeah, I'm still anyways. curious to see what they're gonna do with the Black Panther. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a whole other sad reality we live in. Could um, always just get Morgan Freeman to fill in. He does not have. The, he's too old. I'm hey, sorry, that's no. what that's what uh CGI is for. I guess when you have the mask on, it could be anybody under the mask. That is true. I mean, we could honestly, what they could do um, is they could just alternate universe us into a next universe for the remainder of all of Marvel, and it's a different actor playing him. That would feel kind of cheap, but uh, yeah, they could. It would fill the. I, f- I feel they may just use his younger sister. Honestly, honestly they should just make it. sure it. But the only problem they would have is explaining away where he went. Did he just die off screen or what? No, I don't. I don't think they'd do him like that. I think they'd make some legitimate reason. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they'll do with it, but that's a bit problem for Marvel to figure out, and us to eventually critique or enjoy later. Um, or to be like they did the best way they could. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> that's the critique. But yeah. Um, so we got all of Dark Avengers, and I think it'll be cool because in the comics and and what I've seen of them, they're like. They're good, but they kind of trick the world into thinking they're good. 
they're all in it for their own selfish whatever reason. They all um, have a slightly skewed moral compass. Nor it's, Norman's the only one that has an actual moral compass of any kind. And even his is like, he just wants to be great. He wants to be Iron Man. He wants to be the beacon. And so he's basically paying all these guys to be his team. And he, it's just, it's so fake. But they're also really strong. So it's all about, as soon as something really terrible happens, everything goes wrong. And that's like, that's the whole point of Dark Avengers is, oh, we're great until the world is literally about to end, and now we all are actually the worst. Kind of sounds like U.S. agent. He wants to be Captain America, but... He's just a bit too unhinged. That's why he's a Dark Avenger. Makes sense. So, I guess that could be our segue into talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, so let's just get this out of the way. U.S. agent slash new Captain America. I was not okay from day one with it. The the way they presented him into it. I mean, that was the point. Was in the TV show, you aren't okay with it. But like, they made it really good. Like, there's there's actors where you're just like, oh yeah, that's like, oh their character is, oh wow, like just you don't you 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 feel empathy, you feel something. Nothing. I felt nothing for the Captain America that they brought in. Yeah, they made they did very well at making him very hateable. Yeah, it, I, I I read up on him after that first episode. And I was like, oh, oh wow, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole lead into like we had an epic episode of like Falcon, and you had a little bit of information on Bucky, and then boom, just he he's there, and then you're just constantly this whole timeline that follows, and the rest of Falcon Winter Soldier is. He's trying to be it. He's he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing, and he's getting absolutely nowhere because he's he's not Captain America. He doesn't have the same ideals. He doesn't have the same drive as Steve. He Rogers. doesn't have the same oomph. Yeah, because he's a bit of a, a bit of a weakling compared to the super soldiers. Yeah, which it seems like he just had those bomb pops every night for dessert after dinner for his entire elementary <laughs> life, and that's his Gosh. his whole claim to patriotism. I ate the bomb pops. Someone I made a comparison it. of him to Dolores Umbridge. Like he's a character that did their job really well so that you hate them and it's a good thing you hate them. Yeah, that's how he was designed. So Yeah. And I with think that purpose. As the actor, he also sold it very well. Yeah, I saw some interviews of him that were like, Yeah, people are giving me super hate mail and I'm like Thank you. That means I did my job really well. Yeah, it's, it's just like the ultimate compliment for someone who's a villain actor. Is like, oh, cool. I can't remember what franchise it was, but I remember an interview with a character that played a villain in a show. Wait, no, no, no. It was the, it was the guy who played Thanos. That's who it was. Josh Brolin. Yeah, he had the same. He had the same thing. People were talking to him, being like, "Oh, hey, you're Thanos, right? F you, guy." And he was like, "What? It's just a character, man." I was like, that's no. That's when you know you're having the desired effect as the villain's actor. When people walk up to you and just be like, you, you suck, man. <laughs> you yeah. suck. No, it's... I, the thing is, I actually empathized more with Thanos in, in the end than I ever... Well, in the beginning. Oh, I don't. Not the end. I don't. I, I mean, may, maybe, maybe in the MCU version I do, but if you listen to the reason he has in the comics, oh, it's I, just I, stupid. I, He's yeah, doing no. it to impress a woman. To, to win The literal embodiment favor. of death. Yeah, no. And I she don't just like... looks at it and goes like, "Who are you?" 
comic the mcu i emphasize with a little bit by stuff his story and like how he was like the reasoning he had it was terrible reasoning terrible conclusion but at the same time empathize slightly his his logic was sound because you know yes it would be better in the long run because it'd be less people and more resources for those people his uh way to go about it Mm-mm. not not so great um like, there's there's plenty of planets you could just split them all up just use so, your infinity gauntlet to make other planets inhabitable yeah or you know what just Im- use those infinity gauntlets to improve the planets that's what i just said anyways um i mean so the we have ones. we we have all of the that that basis of he is a good anti-hero like no one liked him but like you didn't see his character development was so weird like the whole show honestly if you look at overall falcon winter soldier there's so many aspects i'm like huh didn't see that happening right now honestly did not anticipate that at all I didn't. I didn't see, and of course, spo- spoilers for Falcon and Winter Soldier, obviously, because yeah, we I'm we a, gave I'm the spoiler a... warning before you came in. Oh, okay, good. Well, I don't know these things. You don't have me yeah, in the intro. But um, I did not see Carly going full on villain. Okay, yeah, that was. I like. I figured she, someone else was going to do something bad, and she was going to be like, "No, stop that." I didn't figure she'd be the one to blow up a building full of people. I was like, oh. She went off the deep end and drank the Kool-Aid by the gallon. Good lord. See, they humanized her so much more than Captain America 2. Like, the whole thing where she's talking with Sam and partway through. Um, I'm gonna be, and I'm going to be honest, at the end there, I had no sympathy for her whatsoever. I was like, you went off the deep end. That's your own damn fault. You got your comeuppance. I mean, I I didn't really feel sympathy for U.S. Agent at the end either. I just... You know, he did his job. He was actually, like, helped in the end. But, like, come on, man. You freaking bloodied Captain America's shield midway through. Uh, the, the only person I felt bad for was uh, was Sam's sister. The yeah. poor lady. All the things she had to deal with. Very true. I felt bad for Bucky, too. Yeah. With, that, with that, telling the Chinese guy that he killed his son. And yeah, that, that's, that, yeah. That's, a, that's a hard thing to do. There's like, just... hey, man, I'm going to give you closure. What do you mean? I killed your son. Oh, like, at the yeah. same time, Bucky, the whole time throughout that, Bucky did grew so much in so many ways. That he did. Like that show was fantastic for both character development and overall, like what comes next. Like we, we had a universe built and we had characters built throughout the whole show. And it was fantastic. Um, Bucky, everything we're soldier involved. Like, he was really well done. Um, Falcon to becoming Captain America. Like, I I knew it was happening. Like, I mean, it's kind of implied almost in the show existing that he there would be he would be Captain America. Like, that was what it was all building to. Yeah. But it didn't feel like they could have easily just said, yep, he's Captain America now. But, like, he built it, he earned it, and he made it his own. I like the suit at the end. Yes, the suit at the end was sick. One was... very small minor thing about the suit. I just thought it was funny that <laughs> there's there's a black Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. And his suit is mostly white. Yep. Like why? <laughs> um I mean that's um, how his suit's been in the comics too. It yeah, just, that's it true. seems it feels I mean, I don't have a horse in that race, but it just I feel like for people that do, they're gonna notice and they're gonna make it a problem. I but, mean, well, it's... people are going to make it a problem regardless, because have you seen Twitter? 
Yeah, it's having these that's cool. I know. See, yeah. I mean, the reality is though. I mean, there's a from a t- design aspect, it makes sense. I mean, it could have been mostly blue, colors. like like Steve's was. I know, but it still looks really good, though. Like it does look really good. I'm not disputing that for sure. Like, and there's a re so from a design standpoint, not like a saying I have like fashion design experience, but from design standpoint, you want contrasting colors. You want something to pop. And so it has to contrast against his skin, basically. Huh? What? So so it's contrasting against his skin. Yes. That's like why you see Captain America with a darker. Uh, colors on him, whereas he's very pale, so like it pops more, you notice it more even though it's a darker color. Yeah, I, I, I agree that it works. I just hope people don't make an issue of it. Basically. I mean, I hadn't even thought about it. People make an issue of it, so that... I, I mean, people made not... an issue of the woke scene with the cops. I mean... Like, in the be- <sighs> like near the beginning. Yes. They were like, this is not okay. And it's like, well, let's be honest people, that's how it worked. That happens. Yeah, I there was a lot that they covered in this that like for Disney being Disney and like oh we are going we're not okay with this or that like I liked that that existed in the sense that they were willing to bring up things that are actually issues um that people actually deal with each day and like maybe I don't see it and I don't experience any of that but it's still good to see it happening and yeah. to like not necessarily if they're not preaching about it, but they're just saying, hey, this exists. Like, this could happen. Yeah. I, I do like how the officers played it off. They're like, oh, hey, it's Captain America. Or it's, it's Falcon. Oh, we're sorry, guy. Oh, hey, uh, Mr. Barnes. Yeah, you have a warrant. You that missed your therapy of... session. You need to come with us. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like... You see the fight start up, and they're like, oh, man, they're, they're really scared of Anthony Mackie. And then they're like, oh, but we're arresting the white guy. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you're the Falcon. Okay, we're we're sorry, sir. We're real sorry. And then they look at the wagon like, ain't you? Hmm. Clickety clackety, clickety clackety. Sir, you missed your therapy session. We're gonna have to arrest you now. Yeah. Also, I was just looking this up because I have the encyclopedia on me. But apparently, the Mandarin was Iron Man's arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. Not Shang Chi. Nope interesting that's why they threw him in a bit in iron man 3 but the way they went about it it's like uh these things are centered in china we could probably make a chinese based movie about it and then make the big money in china that way the rings are from an alien spacecraft and they give him power wait so they're magical rings that give him power like Mm -hmm. can he damn it shane i was gonna say can he roll really fast (laughs) what are there Chaos Emeralds somewhere in the MCU? <laughs> wait, wait, yes! That's where the Infinity Stones are! They're the Chaos oh, Emeralds! No. <laughs> so wait, would that make Thanos Dr. Eggman? Gosh. Oh, gosh. I now need to see Thanos dressed up as Dr. Eggman. No, we don't happen. need to see this. Anyways, yes, they're alien uh, rings from a spaceship that he found. I guess that's an easy way to explain that away. Also, interesting thing. He seemingly died several times, but he has always returned stronger and more powerful than ever. Oh my god, he's a freaking Saiyan. (laughs) He dies and comes back stronger. Does he have a monkey tail? Nope. If he grows a monkey tail, I'm gonna lose it. Did he journey to the west at some point? 
If he raises his hands and says, give me your energy, I will lose my mind. So, interestingly enough, um, his rings can rejuvenate his body, and when he collects all ten, he's often con attempted to conquer the Earth. So he goes full villain. Yep. Collecting Let's... all the MacGuffins, you say? Yes. Yes, Again. must collect all the MacGuffins to... Oh my gosh, just the he's, Infinity Stones all over again. He's a scientific genius and ex expert martial artist. He's so super just, smart and super strong. Yeah, that's like pure villain right there. It's also a prerequisite for any sort of big Melee. character in the MCU. Yeah. You gotta be so, smart, you gotta be strong. Anyways, um, I'm sorry, I got us off topic from Falcon Winter Soldier again. No, but, that's fine. Uh... Yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier, the Flag Smashers was I I liked the world that they built afterwards. Like they were addressing everything that in game you were like, wait, what? Like what? What about this? What about this? Like it all was covered inside of Falcon Winter Soldier. And from a filmmaking perspective, I think that's fascinating because apparently, uh, in production, it was planned for a big part of the storyline to be that there was a pandemic going around, and then. COVID happened, and they were like, we're gonna just cut that entirely from the storyline. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, that's, and that's why in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, part of it was that they were stealing vaccines, and then they never talked about it again. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's because that was planned to be a larger part of the plot. Yeah. COVID is... Well, hey, if you ask the average American, they'll be like, COVID ain't a problem, and then they'll cough and sneeze and walk away. I mean, I don't find COVID a problem. I think it's over brought up the percentage of death rates and everything. It sucks, but oh, yeah. it's just like a flu. It's we. I don't think there's a reason to freak out like we did. But anyways, um, I thought it was just interesting that they changed the plot of the show because of it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, I understand why they would do it, because, dang, you don't want to... You you already are covering some very controversial issues, as we saw in the later episodes, but, dang, okay, just make the pandemic your main feature point as well. And, and I'm just imagining how much work that would take, because every time there's someone on screen that says a line that references it, you have to change that shot to make their mouth not show, and then redub it in post. I mean... I don't know how far they were into it. Like, it's not like they can't go back and do reshots. Because um, I would think that maybe they just avert... Well, I mean... So the vaccine and all that involved, but they could have just taken shots and put that all into the uh, soldier serum side. I suppose. Also, speaking of the soldier serum stuff and the person who controls it, I did not expect that with the power broker. What? That it was Sharon Carter? Yeah, because it's, 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 in the comics, it's never been a woman. It's always been, like, some businessman. I saw I, some people were like, I wonder if it's going to be Sharon. And then the episode where they went and killed the, the Golden Goose, I was like, oh, Sharon helped them do that. She wouldn't have done that if she was the power broker. Yeah, but in retrospect, I don't think she expected Zemo to blow everything up. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, and also on top of that, I mean, well, there was, in retrospect, I was like, okay, Everyone was talking by the time that it was the last episode, like, oh, it's Sharon Carter's the power broker. Sharon Carter's the power broker. I didn't think she was. 
Uh, I, I didn't still either. didn't think she was. In hindsight, it like I'll, I'll put it this way. I thought it was too obvious that she was, so I didn't think it was her. See, I thought she was working for the Power Broker, and that's how she kept finding out where all his stuff was so quickly. No, I thought she was the Power Broker, but then because I thought it was too obvious, I didn't think it was her. I was like, no, they'll, they'll, they're misleading, they're adjusting, like, it's just, a, it's a, one of those cup games where the ball's being moved around and you don't know which one until the end. And so I, I've totally thought that, I was like, okay, she's saying change of plans and all these things, talking with her, people below her and everything. I'm like, okay, so she's the, like, power broker's enemy. She's trying to screw up his stuff. Um, and they're trying to make it sound like it's her because she was like, oh, we have to change our plans because the lab blew up or other things like that. But then in the end, the fact is, they just, we're, we know that she's the power broker. No one else does. Absolutely none of the good guys know yeah, she's Yeah, because the two people who figured it out got shot to death. We also don't really know what her plan is, unless I'm mistaken. No, revenge. we have no clue. Like, revenge is it, but like... Also, but, I'm a little sad that she's a villain. Like, Sharon Carter in the comics is always epic. I know, the Carter family line is being ruined now. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, big, big sad. What will be interesting is she's got to be a direct, like, she's Sam's villain. Like, think about that. She is Captain America's enemy in this now. But he she, doesn't know that. Exactly. But this is, this kind of fits the, exactly the into what Sam's... Her name has been cleared and she's, like, got free reign to move about America again. That's, and her yeah. and her old job back. Yeah, so she has, like, state secrets now, and I'm sure she's going to be working with S.W.O.R.D., who knows what Secret Invasion is going to bring in? Yeah, oh, but I'm sure... she's got to be in Secret Invasion. Oh my goodness, she's probably in that. But I'm sure the minute like Fury lays all these on her, she's going to like figure it out immediately and then just be like, I'm going to keep this to myself and see what happens. Because yeah, that's probably. what Nick Fury does. Yeah, I could see it. Um, Yeah, I, there's so much that I, I'm... I like what's happening with the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the explicit reason of I knew everything going into Phase 4 or going through Phase 3, everything with Thanos, I knew how it would go. I saw it all happening. I, I knew ahead of time basically every twist and turn that was going on with it. And if someone was introduced, I typically knew who they were. This is the first time I've had to break out my encyclopedia since reading it. So, like, Marvel's kind of jumping into areas where I'm not... What, read or watched before and i love this they've love played out knowing. they've played out all the a-listers and now they're having to show their other stuff in the spotlight yeah exactly so i i think it's gonna be awesome i'm i think we got a lot of cool stuff to come i think that falcon winter soldier or captain america winter soldier um I think that they did a fantastic job world building. Um, the Flag Smashers were a really good group to like showcase a different side. And we have a new Captain America, but on top of that, he it's Sam. Sam hasn't changed in the sense of how he handles it. He always has been the nope. same person. Well, no, Sam has changed. He used to be Don Cheadle. <laughs> no. No, Don Cheadle is still Don Cheadle. Is he? Yeah. No, you're talking War Machine about used to be Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about, yeah. Um, but Sam... Sorry, there's too many we, characters for me to keep track of anymore. When we see him in Captain America Winter Soldier, when we see the first time Falcon's brought in... You the see, two non-white people, you mean? 
He's there. Hey, don't make it out to be a bad thing. I don't pay attention to anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's just oblivious to also, everything. Also, he don't changed after it. one movie, so I couldn't remember. Um, or was anyways, it two? With, it, was with that, it was okay. What? With Falcon in the original movie, you see him. He's caring about people. He's helping veterans come back from war and helping them adjust. And like he's he's being that person, being the direct contact. And you see it happen in him trying to talk with the Flag Smashers, trying to talk her out of pursuing worse ways. And she's like, you don't even know what to do. He's like, no, never claimed to have in the first place, but he's working his way through it as best he can. And, and he almost got it done, too. And then who shows up to ruin everything? Captain Big Brain. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so there's there's so much we see that goes on. But in the end, Sam grows, but his character, his fundamental thing doesn't change. And that's why he's Captain America. That's, it's the same with Steve Rogers. Steve, you see Steve change throughout all the movies, and he adjusts. But his fundamental, like moral ground where he stands does not change ever. And so that's why Sam is the actual like perfect successor to Steve Rogers. As opposed to Guy, who a lot of people thought probably would have made a good Captain America because he also had the serum. Yeah, but Bucky isn't. Bucky's got too much baggage. Yeah. And too I much think baggage, he's all better too much as a side character. He, he shouldn't be the main. He's, he's Bucky, a fun side kick. Bucky is like me when I'm playing multiplayer video games. He's the perfect support person. <laughs> he can shine exactly. on his own when need be, but he shines the best when he's supporting someone else. Oh, all right. Um, so anything else you guys want to add? Because we're kind of, I don't know, we might be at an hour 30 or something now. I don't know. I don't know when we started. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. I can tell you I've gotten through three missions of EDF five, so that's probably close to an hour. Yeah, okay, we're at we're at roughly an hour now. Um, I think wow. we've covered everything we wanted to cover. Yeah. yeah. I I think I'm there's the overall I'll just say this if you guys want to put your own finals like I guess yeah, actually let's uh do like final remarks, like what you want to see from the MCU, what you're kind of like you don't know where it's going and you want to know more um I, kind of your final thoughts on all of it i i really want to see uh deadpool show up deadpool 3 is confirmed well i mean like deadpool into the marvel universe dude someone mentioned that deadpool should be the new stanley cameos oh my god just have him in the background yeah just have him as a character somewhere Honestly, I would be okay with that. I would. I think. It. I think it'd be really hilarious if they had him recreate every Stanley cameo in a different movie. <laughs> so it's just at some point they're in space and he's sitting there talking to the watchers. <laughs> that's what mine. That's what mine went, went <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's just like. So I heard there was this like old guy that talked to you guys all the time. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious would be and very Deadpooly. Okay, so that's what you want to see coming from it. Uh, Shane, what what's what are you looking for to slash want to see? Um, honestly, I'm okay with a lot of more of the same. I'm I'm really easy to please when it comes to this stuff, as long as they do the characters justice and don't just start, uh, you know, farting out movies for the sake of it. Then I'm yeah. I'll be there to watch it. 
yeah, no, I would agree with that assessment. Um, for myself, I I want to see what comes next. We're seeing all these buildups. We're seeing basically next startup of Avengers is what it looks like with everything. Like we're having team ups, but they're like two, maybe three. I don't know what the next giant thing will be, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm a little concerned in the sense like I don't even know how they're gonna pull off Eternals. Like Eternals is such a far off like. Guardians, yeah, no, that can be done. All these other things that they've done, yeah, very doable on the big screen. How the heck are they going to pull off these, like, basically cosmic superpower beings of, like, ego-level power? I don't or, know something that's, or something that's, like, rated R, like Moon Knight. How are they okay. going to make that? Moon Knight! Like, also, yeah, because they I, can't... I just, it, Moon Knight can't connect to everything. Oh it has to God. connect to some you, things, but it can't connect to everything. Because then you've you have reminded me audience. of one of my favorite comic book panels of Moon Knight. Right now, BS, go! Yes. <laughs> Best Moon Knight power ever! <laughs> oh my goodness, did you see... Um, there's a, a strip from Moon Knight and Punisher. They're talking, and Frank's like... Hey, what's up, Moon Knight? Uh, how's that fake god of yours doing? And Moon Knight just straight up looks at Punisher. He's like, "How's that dead family of yours?" <laughs> <laughs> he's got no chill. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh snap. <laughs> also, I have I have thought of two other things I'd like to see. One would be like an actual like I know Modok's getting his own little like animated series, but I would like to see like because they've they've aim has been in the MCU a smidge, like a tiny amount. I would like to see an actual Modoc, and I really, really just want it to be a giant Patton Oswald head. I just want to see AIM actually. Like I thought AIM was yeah. gonna be coming in one division. I thought that I, would, I did too. Be. So did everyone else who saw the first thing they were like, well, you know, B B suit, beekeeper, like could be AIM because they're always Hexagon. in yellow. Yeah. That Yeah, there's and so many things that misled me on that. But you know, it's it's all okay. the uh what was the second thing? Oh, beans. We talked about. We started talking about Moon Knight, and I lost it. Uh, Modok and. Crap. Yeah, it's okay. I'll remember um, it later. Well, with that, audience, thanks for listening. Um, have a lovely morning, afternoon, evening, or other time of day you are listening. Um, and we look forward to having you listen to the next episode, whatever we end up discussing.